2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: Weekend sports with a difference. Yeah, I really shouldn't be drinking. Oh, really? You learned that in med school? That you obviously didn't get into? A look at the weekend in sports with the inside story on the Blazers, the Ducks, and the Beavers. This is Sports Sunday with Mike Lynch. At least I have my own bed. Your bed is a car. Yeah, but it's a sweet car. And Rashad Taylor. He's a very gifted singer. I'm really, really good. How good? I've been called the songbird of my generation. Stop. A people who've heard me.
2: That good. On 1080 The Fan. And I come in a little bit lower of an octave than Mike Lynch, but it is me, Joe Fisher, hosting the show today. Still a
1: nice... Still a nice tenor, you know, voice that comes in. A familiar voice. Yeah, man. Not
2: not some Miranda off the street.
1: No. No, definitely not. I know they're pissed when they hear me. It's like, oh, God. This
2: guy. (laughs) What do you call... Weekly staple Rashad Taylor, of course, with me today on Sports Sunday. Mike Lynch, the hard-working man that he is, took the whole weekend off. It is Memorial Day weekend. Thank you for spending your Memorial Day weekend with us this Sunday morning, if you are listening. But, uh, Yeah, Mike Lynch taking a few days off because he's he's a working man. You know, some people are, some people aren't. It seems like you're on one end of the spectrum these days, and uh, he's been working hard, so he took the Memorial Day weekend off.
1: No, you have to force Lynch to take days off. You know, he just, I mean, he's here literally all week doing primetime. He does the Hot Corner on Wednesdays, listen to he and Patrick and you, you know what I'm saying, on the Hot Corner. And then seven to nine Wednesdays, seven to nine Wednesdays. Got to make sure you listen to that plug then, right there. And then, you know, he comes in Sunday. So he literally works here six days a week. You know, he's the new swag. He's you a hustler. Know? Yeah. So it's 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 one of those things. He he deserves a, a day off or or two. I told him, man, you, you got if you got the time, bro, take a take a week. I'm sure Isaac and Sue won't mind.
2: I'm sure I won't mind the hours to be picked up and yeah, uh, making and then, some and money then there then too. You
1: get to go and do it and stuff like so. Yeah, it works
2: out for everybody. I mean, come on. I'm thinking of uh, numero uno, right? No, now.
1: I remember <laughs> the, the first time Lynch was gone and I got to host the show like, you know, solo. Yeah, and I remember I was up to like two thirty, three o'clock in the morning, just coming up with, with stuff, with content. Like, right. You know, we people everybody thinks they can do radio like when you tell people you work for a radio it's like oh man i could do that and it's like okay and and i'll be honest i'm not saying most people can't you know but i just think people aren't really prepared for doing this it's hard to talk for 4 minutes now right, about anything and so to talk for 12 you know about a subject and let alone extended subjects and not say the same thing over and over again it can be it can be a tough thing man so when you're doing the show on your and when you have a partner bounce things off of them and they you know they talk back so it makes it easier but when they're not there it makes it really really tough how how long did you prep for uh for today
2: um i was prepping a couple days ago because obviously with us being a weekly show we can kind of recap things from out the week you know it's not what just happened yesterday exactly yeah so I, I was looking at different things on thursday friday and then yesterday i i took as kind of just a a chill day. I I went golfing. I watched movies. I didn't really look at anything until the end of the night. And quite honestly, I felt like a past experience about a year ago is helping me out now. And it's something I'm never gonna do again. I should have taken uh taken Mike's advice on it. But there was a night where we did the hot corner and we had no Patrick and no Mike, and it was in the middle of the baseball season. Joe being the upstanding radio producer. That he is. Of course. I'm like, that's the show must go on. So I produced and hosted the hot corner, and it was one of the biggest mistakes I could have made.
1: No, Lynch hates sitting. Low. So there'll be days where you know someone wasn't here and Lynch would have to sit behind the glass and you know. Again, this feels like a prison visit. You know, just <laughs> us sitting. I feel like I need to put money on your books right now because Should I I'm put it?
2: Yeah, we should pound it yeah, through the glass yeah, right touch, now. Touch touch hands
1: real fast. Like that's <laughs> that's usually, you know, kind of how it feels. Like and we've only had to do it a couple times. But every time it's always kind of a, a little strange because we go to break. We're usually we're usually talking to each other. That's when we're saying something back and forth or continuing the conversation that we had. And then with you in there and me in here, it's like, OK, well, he's in his space and I'm in mine.
2: Right. Right. So, yeah, last year I did that around July time. And uh, yesterday I said uh, that I, I went golfing and that was the first time I've done that in quite some time or Do you golf?
1: uh i try um i don't get a chance to get out as often as i as i'd like to but um i do like to get to the driving range a lot my son loves the driving range and so uh we'll try to go not as often as you know obviously with everything going on but it is something i want to kind of do hopefully over the next couple weeks
2: yeah hack nicholas showed up at the course yesterday for me it was uh, a lot of army golf left right left right and that's usually uh, how it goes man it was bad but um and and obviously golf, you, you got to pay to play. I mean, if you go to the driving range every day after a while, that's, that's taking a toll on the bank account. So I had to improvise because after going golfing yesterday, I had to figure out uh, something with my swing. And so there was a, uh, and I don't know if I'm wrong for this. I mean, there's part of me, like when I started doing it, I was like, ah, this isn't so bad, but I went to the local middle school across the street from my house and walking distance and, um, and i took my golf clubs there and they have a big old grass field for soccer like it is a wide open space right i'm like this is a absolutely perfect pitching area right here so i set up a uh, like an empty bottle about 80 90 yards out and then i went and took all of my balls and my bag in the other end of the field and i just started chipping away and again i didn't feel so bad about it until i started kind of hacking up some of the grass
1: no yeah that's that's when it's time that's when you <laughs> feel like it's time to just uh your frustration sets in. You're like, you know what? I'm done. I think I think this is. I've had enough of this for the day. So no, it's golf is one of those sports that if you don't work at it, and if you really don't practice at it, and if you don't get a chance to have multiple reps at trying to get better, you're gonna suck. Cool. It's one of the things. It's just it's even even the best golfers that have, that do practice and spend their entire life, you know, training for that. Have tournaments and days where it's just like, man, this is. This is awful. This like is in basketball, you got this huge, like if you've, if you've ever seen an actual basketball hoop, not on the rim, a basketball hoop is huge, right? Like the, the, the circumference of it, it's like, when you look at it, it's like, how do I airball? or right. How do I miss like with that huge thing? So to be able to go out there and, and play golf with this, you know, tiny spot to, to aim for, for people actually to be able to hit the green and be able to, you know, to go par for the course, you know, a lot of time it's, that's, Crazy to me, like you got to be a crazy good golfer uh to go par or or under on any golf course. Like that's that's just that's a crazy feat to me. That's the to me that's the equivalent of like hitting the cycle or <laughs> for seriously or like hitting three home just runs. Absolutely amazing. Something seriously, seriously something like crazy. Somebody goes like, you know, ten under or something like that. You're looking at that like, how the hell did you do that? Like yeah. that's crazy. So for somebody to hit the cycle, which we almost. Almost never see you know in a baseball game anymore. So I'm like, that would that would be crazy to me.
2: Yeah. So uh, shout out to Conestoga Middle School for letting me uh, you know cut some of their grass. I'm up sure they lot. didn't know that. I'm sure you'll be getting a, a nice letter. Dude, n- no joke. The other day I was w- just walking around the neighborhood and I went by that same middle school and there was someone in the tennis courts by themselves just hitting the tennis ball up against, uh, you know, like the practice walls that they have for tennis. And I'm walking around there and walk by, and I noticed that the chain for the tennis court, that they had it locked up, it was broken. But it definitely wasn't the girl that was in there playing tennis. But sure enough, about five, ten minutes later, after I see her in there playing tennis, a cop car and a park, like, ranger car pull up, and they go into the tennis court and tell the woman that she has to leave and that she can't play tennis in there by herself.
1: Well, number one, it's really sexist to assume that she didn't break <laughs> the the chain, you
2: know. But I didn't see a big old, uh, you know, pair of pliers or anything. So uh, that's ha- maybe that she was hiding them in her tennis bag. So it's weird. <laughs> in that's, her racket bag. That's
1: actually kind of happened to me once before. So as we were getting, I don't know if you remember, we were getting ready for the uh, the fan combine.
2: Um, and uh, I- I've heard
1: I've heard the stories. Oh, man. So uh, <laughs> my dumb ass, like I want it, man. I'm not going to get out there and get embarrassed. So, again, I have a monastery, uh, a Montessori school that's right across the street from my house, much like you and a huge field in which they play soccer just like you. And so I was like, man, this is a great opportunity to go do some cone drills, or go do some some sprints, or some you know, some forty yard dashes. Just go. to I don't know what I was planning on doing. I was literally out there for <laughs> twenty minutes, minutes. training, <laughs> like I was like I don't know what the hell I was what, what thinking about. I have but the tiger in your head playing seriously playing in my head. <laughs> so I had to have been out there for like twenty minutes, and then uh, a police officer and it would look like the groundskeeper for the school uh, came up to me and was like, "Yeah, you have to leave." And I'm like, literally, it's it's dark out there. I've got my own little, a little camera, a little uh, flashlight on my head, and everything's like, man, really? Like, there's literally nobody out here in this entire field. Like, you should have just I, dropped.
2: Uh, I got a combine coming yeah, you're up. You're like, uh, how'd, you, how'd you get in here? It was like a uh,
1: the fence. I, like, I don't know, <laughs> jump the fence. I don't think it'd be a problem. It's a huge field, so that's actually happened, you know, to me, which is weird. Just let the people play Obviously, like,
2: yeah, obviously with the Rona, everybody's tripping out and you can't play tennis by yourself. Well, I'm saying, no. like,
1: with because it's the Rona, let people just do what they're doing. If you're not hurting anybody, if you're in a big field and it's not multiple people out there, then man, what the hell? Like, come on, man. I, I understand, but
2: I was what I I kept looking over my shoulder yesterday too, waiting for a car to roll up. But uh, I, I was safe, I was out there for like three, three three and a half hours working on the swing, and uh, best believe Jay Fish. He made some uh, developments, some breakthroughs on his swing.
1: Yeah, you got me feeling like I need to hit Glenn and try to, you know, get my swing together today. So we'll see what's up.
2: I think I think I found it. I think, and then today. Obviously, the bit—it's the big day. It's the match.
1: It's—it's it's a great day to be, you know, in the in the mindset of golf.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You got the Tiger and Peyton because you don't want to put the goats together. I mean, no, that'd be I, you see
1: how they did that. Yeah, <laughs> see how they did that. It's very strategic on on their part, with, and I applaud you.
2: Yeah, Tiger and Peyton versus uh Phil and Tom Brady today—the match that starts at I believe noon on TNT. And I said it during my sports update. Of course, you can gamble on it. There are odds on it, which is, you know, in these days and age when there's no sports or little sports, of course, you're going to be able to gamble
1: on it. Oh, absolutely. We're gambling on everything. We were gambling on last dance.
2: Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's happening today. But a couple things that are on the show, of course, NBA, they're trying to get their plan figured out to return Uh, They recently sent out a survey to all the owners and the governors of the NBA about basically wanting to know what they feel about certain formats, how they should proceed with the playoffs, if they should even do the regular season anymore, different questions like that. And uh, they've also been talking to Disney and that might be a go. So we'll get to that. The NCAA allowing division one athletes to come back June 1st. The NFL is thinking about changing the onside kick rule. There's been some rumblings about that, and it might not be the onside kick anymore at all. And everybody's been freaking out about Dak Prescott and his contract, so I think it's only appropriate that me, the local Cowboy fan, the resident Cowboy fan, we talk about it on today's show, obviously. And then uh, we also have a couple cool minor league baseball teams that are doing – um. Well, they're doing some cool things during the coronavirus and uh, letting their baseball park be open to fans. And one of them is doing something really, really unique, and it poses a question that I want to ask to you later in the show, Rashad. So got a few things lined up, and who knows where the show's going to go. You know, sometimes something just takes over and then segment We're, wasted. We've been known to go off the rails It'll a happen. time or two or 12. It'll happen. That's so I mean, that's a, planning on it. That is uh, – that's 1080 to fan. I'm already thinking of ways I can mess up the next segment. So don't, it's okay. Don't don't make this don't make this too hard for me. All okay, right, I got you. All right, coming back, we are going to talk about the NBA making their return. It keeps seeming like we're getting closer and closer to that final ruling about what's going to happen, and we'll talk about that next here on Sports Sunday on 1080 The Fan.
0: Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan.
2: Well, the text line already raining on our parade, Rashad. About this Tiger Woods, Tom Brady, Phil Nicholson, Peyton Manning match. Yeah, it's got me
1: looking up the, you know, the the details for it right now.
2: Yeah, so text just came in. I looked up the area where they're playing the match today. And this is like the number one enemy of golf. I mean, besides rain. Is thunderstorms, thunder and lightning rolling through. I hope they don't cancel it. Yeah, <sighs> it's in uh, Hobe Sound. Man, he did text and say that. Uh, I guess they have a plan in place to potentially play it tomorrow, though. No one. Want- <sighs> well, which would? Uh, well, honestly, nobody's going to work. Bro, I'll take take the back. Only the people that aren't
1: essential. Shout out to all the essential people are going to work. Yeah, shout out to all the essential people because honestly, we would be in a panic if not for you. Not just the people that work in the hospitals and at the clinics and you know places like that, but I'm talking about the grocery stores and. The male men and women, the male carriers, uh, I'm talking about the gas attendants. Too many to people list at, almost. Seriously, it's it's too many of the, the people at that Meineke and, and Midas and all those people that are doing oil changes and all that. Man, you guys are awesome. Thank you guys for what you do. But if you do get a chance to get tomorrow off, you know, <laughs> if for whatever reason, you know, you get a chance. To, it, is to it, is, it is Memorial Day tomorrow. It is Memorial Day. I mean, Day, that so is,
2: that just came to mind. And there was, will be a lot of people who regularly Yes, work indeed. So hopefully you off. get an opportunity to kind
1: of hang out and do some stuff. But if this does, you know, kind of, it looks looks like there's uh 79 degrees, which is awesome. But also thunderstorms, thunderstorms Monday, thunderstorms Tuesday oh, God. and Wednesday.
2: Oh, God. So there's
1: a very good chance that, and I'm knocking on all types of fake wood in here, um, that we don't have this today. You know, which would be a big slap in the face. You know, but judging from the way things have gone with this whole coronavirus and things being canceled, it's just one more great thing that we that we're going to be robbed of. You know, and this one doesn't have anything to do with you know, a virus, don't, is, but still don't put that energy. I'm not there. putting it in there, but I mean, at the same time, it's important for us to be honest. Like, mind you, this is something that we want to see. I want to see it. You want to see it. Like, even if you don't watch golf, man, it's freaking Peyton Manning and, and, and Tiger Woods on the same <laughs> team against Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady. Like, what do you mean the rivals
2: of among rivals for kind of like stuff sports doesn't usually happen? No, <laughs>
1: man. You know, this this
2: doesn't happen at all. You know? <laughs> and if and, it does, it's not televised. It's at a country club somewhere. No, you, you
1: caught pictures of it. Somebody <laughs> yeah, on TMZ exactly. saw you know Mickelson and Brady playing together, but you don't get a chance to really see this. So yeah, man, that rain aside, let's I'm we're not gonna say that cuss word anymore. Right? You should have yeah. <laughs> you should have the dump button ready every time, you know we talk about golf we'll, and yeah, that every word. time that word comes up. Just have the dump button ready but that aside this event today you should be looking you're, you're going to have 4 million people 5 million people watch this it's it's number one the one thing that coronavirus has done is it's made some shows Tiger King were you watching that if there if there was nothing to do of course you were going to watch it anyway um, come on of course okay well, I'm, a, cool. I'm a sucker for the, cool.
2: for the trend in Netflix series okay
1: well that's cool but there's a lot of people that you know because of everything have spent way more time doing that. Last Dance, you heard the um the the director say the timing couldn't have been any more perfect. You're the only game in town, so everybody was watching. This was gonna be one of those things on Memorial Day weekend for a golf tournament or a golf excuse me a, a a golf classic or whatever you want to call event, it event match. With Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson, Tom Brady Come on, man! Like that, that that doesn't get any bigger for the, the the lack of things going. I saw the the ratings for the Madden tournament they had, the Celebrity Madden tournament. Man, it was man—they got too many pe- two million people watching Madden. Word, word! Like that's that's craziness to me. So I want to see this because number one, there's nothing else to watch. Number two, like golf is a tough sport to play. I want to see how good Peyton is. I right. want to—I know how good Phil and Tiger are. I want to see how good Peyton and Tom are.
2: Yeah, for some reason, and again, I mean, this is just could all go to the circumstances of the environment and what's going on is that these pro-am tournaments back in, you know, that they would hold where Stephen Curry would be on the course or Romo. Like I didn't really like the idea of someone other than a pro golfer watching them golf. I'm like, eh, whatever, you know, I want to see the best play, but now there's a certain intrigue in seeing other golf, other regular people. Well, granted, those are some of the best athletes, but you know, Guys that don't play golf for a living aren't professional. Let's see how good they are, and that to me is the most intriguing part. Is like I've been trying to look at videos of different celebrities playing a round of golf with some people just to see. Uh, oh, this person, man, I watched yeah. a round of his and it was bad.
1: There are a couple sports that just because you're an athlete doesn't mean you can do that. <laughs> you know, like how many times have we seen professional athletes throw out the first pitch at a at a baseball game and look like, man, really? You can't even throw a ball from for for what is it? It's 90 feet? 70 feet?
2: Uh, it's hat. Oh man, it's about wow. Mike would be feet. my. I, I don't. Somebody I don't know if Mike would even help know. Help us this. out. How long? Yeah. Do, how
1: far is it from uh the pitcher's mound to you know home catch plate? Your home plate. Yeah. So, but yeah, you can't you can't throw it, and it doesn't have to be a perfect throw, but you can't throw it from there to there. That's weird. You know what I'm saying? But you're a professional athlete. Golf is one of those things that makes the best athlete. Charles Barkley, one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Basketball is a, is a sport where being nimble and, you know, having rhythm and all those things are incredibly important, right, for you to be a great one. Charles Barkley has the worst golf swing yeah. that you will ever see from anyone. Internationally
2: at, known golf on earth, swing. You yeah. know,
1: and this is a guy that could do anything he wanted to, dribbling the basketball or, would you know, moving his body however he wanted to in most cases and can't go can't a a two second swing a less than two second swing can't do it you know and that's that's how tough golf is so to see these other guys put themselves in that situation to where they can go out there and potentially look silly because you mentioned earlier you went out there trying to golf and there was a lot of left right lefts you know (laughs) that could that could but that happens got better
2: around hole 14 i will say okay at the end Whole uh, 14 is when I started to get All the, right. you know, I kept the eye on the ball a little bit more. It was, Four more
1: just like this and I'll be plus five. <laughs> yeah,
2: know? exactly. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, I mean, I'm, I'm really, the, the intrigue is there for me. Like, I want to be able to see these guys um, really outside of their element and do this thing. And also, man, Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods aren't the most endearing guys. Right, like you don't really, you don't want really, maybe maybe Phil, you know what I'm saying, but you don't want to put your arms around Tiger and say, just, "Oh man, you're just all. he's one of those guys that's always been kind of a jerk." You know what I'm saying? Kind of a, you know, they they all all really all all four of these guys have been, you know, at points. Peyton is the exception. Peyton, at least to us, he he's done a great job. This is what I'll say about Peyton Manning. He's done a great job in making us believe that he's one of us. Right. Peyton Manning doesn't drive a Buick. <laughs> peyton manning drives a ferrari or whatever rich people drive Peyton, manning, you think he eats oreos him and eli are racing have an oreo <laughs> you, you you know you think peyton is selling she, no absolutely not like he is definitely Papa John's? Uh, no he's not doing any of
2: that stuff of, of all four of those guys he's probably the most relatable to he's, the everyday he, man the like is, you know
1: peyton <laughs> he couldn't be and here's the thing peyton couldn't be any more like those other guys. Like yeah. Peyton grew up rich.
2: Yeah. Peyton grew up <laughs> seriously in
1: and, and, and Mississippi. Peyton grew up football royalty since before he actually started playing football. So it's it's one of those things. Like he you know what it's like to be a regular guy, but he's made us believe it. And that's because and that's the reason that I think a lot of people love Peyton. He's when that camera's on, man, he's he's golden. One of the, the best, as far as athletes, the best SNL host that they've probably ever had.
2: Yeah, dude, that uh, bit that he has with the kids, the boys and girls club, where he's just like pegging the kids with the football and send, sending them Great to the porta
1: potty. <laughs> Some of his commercials that he had and everything is like, man, Peyton Manning is is golden. Even now, his nationwide commercials with Brad Paisley, like man, those are those are golden. Like, so Peyton is one of those guys. Have you ever seen a Tom Brady commercial? Ah. Uh...
2: I know man. he sold he, uh, the Hulu, and that was a big deal because everybody thought he was retiring the Super Bowl commercial. That's right. And yeah, that Lugan was, Harkless I Sports. mean, that was, I mean, compared to the Peyton Manning commercials, uh, a little douchey.
1: Yeah, no. So, I mean, it's <laughs> no—it's one of the things, but he endorses, uh, I want to say, what is it? He endorses Uggs. He endorses, like, Ferrari or something like that. You, these are, you never see those commercials, though. It's hey, just one of those things, man. Upscale. Type stuff.
2: He's not going to need any of those with his uh, TB12 enterprise and, and that's selling why, coronavirus cures. And
1: that's kind of why I love Tom. He's never made us believe he's anything other than the elite. And, you know, I'm not one of you guys. I've never been one of you guys. I'm one of the elite. Now and I'm good with that.
2: With this match, the, that's the one thing I do want to see is the interaction. Uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, it was like the tailor made golf classic. And it was some of the tailor-made golfers, uh, Dustin Johnson, Ricky Fowler, Roy McIlroy, and uh, I believe it's Zach Wolf, And, you know, guys that are on the tour a lot, hang out together, probably off the course. And it, it was it was funny. It was fun listening to them talk and go back and forth during the, during the round. I wonder with this, because it's more so made for TV, like how often have Peyton and all these guys like hung out together? And are they going to be as – uh, open and as themselves during the the round of golf, but there's a camera around so they can't like, you know how much S talking goes on the golf course. Oh, absolutely. And you're, uh, you're not going to get, I mean, you'll probably get some of it, but it's going to be very toned down because it's going to be, it's a made for TV product. Yeah. And these guys are going to be mic'd up. They're going to have mics obvious obviously around and like Phil Mickelson. I mean, he's going to be giving it to everybody. So I wonder if it's just going to be as good as it could have been. <laughs> Obviously, like we say, it's like when these guys don't have the cameras rolling, it's how it goes for all athletes and their whole lives, you know, act a whole lot different when the cameras aren't on, right?
1: Yeah, well, the story is Brady and, and uh, Peyton apparently are cool. Apparently, your friends have played golf together, do play golf together, send each other messages, you know, for certain stuff. So the at least for them, they portray to us that, they are friends. Like, they have had this rivalry, but now that the rivalry is over, it's almost some magic bird type stuff. Like, we spent so long fighting and fighting for the same thing. Now that we're both retired, we can both look at it. and Or so at least one of them is retired. Both of them are retired. Let's just go ahead <laughs> and say that, man. We're, Brady's retired to me. Now that he's no longer a patriot, I no longer, you know, accept him. <laughs> no, so it's – it's. I just think it's, it's must-see TV because, again, there's a lot of – uh, S talking on a on a golf course. You think it's because it's a pristine sport that nobody's doing that, man, that's BS. I was watching Entourage last night and Phil Mickelson just happened to be on that episode and yes, man, there there's a lot of gambling going on. There's a lot of if the last dance didn't teach you anything, then you know that Jordan is out there, they're going back and forth with each other and there's some big money put on some of those holes.
2: I wonder if Tigers just is like locked in as if it's a regular tournament, just doesn't talk to them the entire time and just full-on tiger
1: mode. the worst thing that would be is all these guys were just stoic and boring and, and, that, sort of like, and that's, that's that's what i'm afraid of that's the like, worst thing but honestly you've got the the peyton manning and his
2: personality uh phil nicholson's gotta is pretty funny as well if,
1: if tiger can go just man 2002 tiger for a little bit and maybe throw a club into the water or break it over his knee his good one. You know, like I think that would be
2: that would be awesome. Like if we can see some of the dramatics today, that would be cool. I pray that happens. Well, Rashad, great job. You did hijack the segment. Well, it was kind of the text line coming in with the thunderstorm breaking news and stuff. So I blame the text line for uh us not getting to the NBA there. I mean, you were right though. It was gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Well, we got to talking about that and then it just we'll
1: talk about the NBA. It's coming. Yeah, it's, it's not going anywhere.
2: I mean, they're still trying to figure it out, so we got plenty of time. But we will probably get to that next, among other things here on Sports Sunday. But first, myself with Sports Center update.
0: Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on
2: 1080, The Fan. No, Mike, it's Joe. Joe Fisher and, of course, Rashad Taylor is here with me. Sunday staple on Sports Sunday.
1: We out here. Oh, we're in here.
2: Um, NBA, as what seems like every day there's new developments and new conversations and someone talking, saying something, but um, the NBA is really trying hard to get back to play and it was recently announced that uh the nba and uh, disney are in exploratory talks to have their play go down at the espn wide world sports complex there in orlando so they are now i mean it's known now that they are having talks with walt disney to make that a reality um, some of the things that they want to do is basically make it a live in situation. Everybody lives there, stays there, plays there, you know, for however long it takes. And the NBA, they actually issued a survey to all the governors in the league, basically asking them what they think they should do. Uh, I don't think this is like the final word, it's just basically seeking advice, what they're in favor of. Uh, Sham Sharney of The Athletic, he posted all the different uh, proposals of what they want to do. And there there are some interesting ones. And if the NBA has thought about exploring different playoff formats, this might just be the year to do it. Um, so here's a few of the different things they're considering, Rashad. Um Season formats for consideration, advanced directly to playoffs, so they would just basically nix the rest of the regular season. 16 teams, four rounds, best of seven. Um, or a playoff plus option. And that would be expanding the number of teams with the opportunity to play either through a uh, play-in tournament to determine the final seeds to be played by bubble teams or replacing the first round of the playoffs with a group stage. So, kind of like how um, soccer does it, you know, two teams play. play almost. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, And then they ask if they do a playoff plus, how many teams should return to play? Uh, A couple of the options, 18, 20, 22, 24. So, I mean, they're very much considering not letting everybody return to basketball. Um, But they did ask, do you want to resume regular season with all 30 teams? And the plus the play in bracket, they want to know if they want to do bubble teams, eight seed, seven, eight, nine seed, um, how many scrimmage games to do to lead up to it, total regular season games, 72 or 76. And then this is the one that they have talked about for years now, Rashad, traditional East versus West playoff format or reseeding all the teams to like a one through 16. Or a one through twenty, however they're going to do it. So, um, again, we talked about this before the show a little bit, and I, I'm right there with you. If this is the year to try something, uh, want to try something different, this is the year to do it.
1: I mean, I I totally agree. I think this is the year to do it. I still think there's some things they sh- probably should get worked out. Um, you're talking about housing everybody in the NBA, so you're talking over 300 and you know 50 players, and housing them. Uh, at the Disney headquarters or, you know, Disney World and everything, but you're also talking about their families. You're talking about kids, too. You're talking about wives and things like that. So, uh, again, it, it it affects more than just the players and other people are still exposed to, to other stuff. You know what I mean? Like, people are still wives and, and girlfriends or boyfriends or whomever are still going to go shopping. And kids are still going to do stuff like that. and So you're still going to run the risk of, of exposure. So I think there's some still some things to kind of – to kind of work out, yeah, uh, I guess in that respect, but for the most part, yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, we're, we're in a situation now to where we want sports back. And, uh, just to be honest, the NBA needs to come back. They're losing money. Adam silver and, uh, the rest of the league, um, or the owners had a conversation and, uh, obviously they're losing money. Fans, uh, attendance accounts for 40% of the NBA's wages for the year, you know, and, and most people don't know this. The reason they keep saying they want to play 70 games is because contractually for the T V deals and some of those things that they have, man, 70 is the number. Like we have to play at least 70 games to reach the contracts that we filled with, you know, whomever with right. you know, Comcast or whomever that you're that you're going going through for to distribute your your products. So there's some things that they're 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 trying to rest this out because, man, yes, we still have to pay a lot of people, a lot of money, and some of those are their are their partners for these TV deals. So that's the one reason they're trying to they're trying to be as diligent about getting this thing done by July. But if you are going to re, we've talked about for years reseeding the playoffs, man, one to sixteen, like there's no reason to – uh like if I've got 25 wins in the Eastern Conference, but I'm an eight seed, I'm still going to playoffs. That's silly to me. And somebody in the West has 49 wins and they're gonna miss it because. You know, the the top eight seeds all have fifty wins, which we've seen before. You know, or which we've seen something close to before. So I love the idea of just reseeding these guys, or even some pool play. I think that would be uh, a, a great move for a lot of these teams. Um, I don't like the idea of taking teams that are on the bubble. I'll be honest; like the Blazers are a team that would really that really benefited from COVID happening at the towards the tail end of the season. The Blazers are a team that were incredibly knocked up. You know, or so not banged up. So you had, uh, obviously, you you lost Rodney Hood for the year. But Zach Collins is one of those guys that you were like, oh, we haven't heard anything about the shoulder. It might be worse, might be better. But we don't really know. So having given him a di- an additional three months at this at that point to, to rehab has been probably, hopefully, has been good for him. Nurkic was supposed to come back before the games got canceled, before the season was postponed. We were expecting to see Nurkic back that week.
2: Yeah, I think it was March 15th, and the league shuttered after— um, March 11th. Yeah.
1: And so we were expecting to get Nurkic back. That didn't happen. So now you give him some additional time to get that leg worked out. Dame was tired. Dame was just flat-out tired. Legs weren't under him no more towards the tail end of the season or towards that part of the season. Like, this was a great thing for those teams that were been hurt and knocked up the, the Warriors— you know, the teams that just that needed their guys to come back at full strength, man. This is this was great for them. So yeah. getting them to come back in a situation to where Steph Curry and possibly Klay Thompson can be playing for the Warriors in in July, that changes everything. That goes from the Lakers were for sure gonna win the championship to uh yeah, the Warriors are back at full strength now. Uh that's a problem. So I think those teams on the bubble this year, you should you're excluded. I'm sorry, go for the top. 16 teams that have the best record and then seed them from there just like they do for the college tournament. You know, man, you're obviously the Lakers' best record, you're a one seed. You know, the second best record, you're a two seed and kind of go from there. But if you are going to try anything, this would be the year to implement some new stuff. You saw the All-Star game. They said All-Star game's not working. Let's try to make it more competitive. And then I watched it the other day, and every quarter was more competitive because people were trying to reach that overall score, trying to reach the the, the best score by the end of the quarter. So guys are really, really playing. It was a great year to implement something new. I think with everything going on and that you'll have
2: everybody in one spot, it's a great year to implement something new. So just looking at the NBA standings, if they decided they wanted to do like a 1 through 16 format, the Portland Trailblazers, the 17 seed. <laughs> Oh, no, see, <laughs> on the
1: bubble, on the on they, that bubble, they're
2: a, they're a bubble team. We're talking about bubble teams now in NBA, not March Madness. No, and so I like I said, I don't I don't really like the idea. It's almost like the
1: the NFL adding additional playoff teams this year. I don't like that because now we're going to see an eight and eight, seven and nine team possibly in the playoffs, and that's those and in
2: most cases those aren't great football teams. Hey, don't forget a seven and nine Seahawks gave us beast mode though.
1: They did, but did they win that year? <laughs> no yeah that's saying that was that was a that was peace a mode great was dope though this mode was great but that seahawk team that came back the next year that deserved to be there yeah they won and it made it made a bunch of sense but yeah i'm just not a big fan of let's just let more people in to to, to raise money get more money like i get it but at the same time it's sometime it's not great a, a great product to put on the field or on the court all
2: right so there are some other things about this nba i want to talk to uh talk about um there is uh, one player who said that he is comfortable with just walking away completely from the game if, it, if he feels that it's uh, not safe enough. And also a format of how the games would be played as far as time and when and where and all that goes. And I think it would be dope if they did it this way. So I'll get to that next here on Sports Sunday on 1080 The Fan.
0: Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan.
2: All right, so we are continuing our conversation on the NBA, trying to return to play. Joe Fisher sitting in for Mike Lynch here. Rashad Taylor, of course, here with us. Mike Lynch taking the weekend off, that hardworking man. Did you hear what the boss man did to the producers for the best of shows on uh, Friday? I did not. So they uh, had Mike, Isaac, and Suk all record like pre-recorded little intros to each segment. Did the same thing for Dirt and Sprague. and uh, so basically it just increased Mike's workload Monday through Thursday. And I'm not gonna lie, Mike was uh, he was complaining a little bit about it, but really, yeah, I don't see Lynch as a complainer. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, he, and he did acknowledge. He's like, I kind of feel bad about complaining because you know what's going on but just creates more work <laughs> yeah
1: he'll be all right lynch is a smart guy he i'm sure
2: he figured it out in no time it did it, it said, i was here friday producing that pressing the play button to absolute perfection no one can do it better uh, i i'll i concur and um yeah you could uh hardly tell that mike and uh, isaac and Suk and all them all those guys were gone it was like they were right here in the studio with me Actually, it was pretty bad. It was four hours just here by myself.
1: So. Yeah, I, I know best of shows are, you know, are can be tough to do because, again, uh, Lynch has told me this before. You're just in there. You're just pressing buttons. Everybody else is gone. You know, typically best of show means it's a big weekend. It's like Easter weekend, Memorial Day weekend, Labor Day weekend. So people have shaken except for the producers. And So <laughs> right. the producers are usually here and pressing uh, all the buttons. So somewhere swag is somewhere laughing at all you guys like
2: hopefully he's golfing peasants um so with nba we were talking about how they want to return to play and i brought up a certain format that i thought would be amazing and it's basically aau basketball format rashad uh keith smith is uh, been one of the reporters talking about uh returning to the nba And a couple days ago he said um, he was told that if the NBA does resume with all 30 teams at a single site, so this is uh, for everybody to return, game days are likely to look like summer league. Games would be almost all day long starting at 9 o'clock Pacific until the regular season is complete. Playoffs would follow a more regular schedule. Give it to me all day into my veins. That is... So you're talking about... (laughs) better summer league all day yeah basically You're talking about a
1: better summer league you're talking about the nba guys playing instead of watching those summer league guys with you know two guys on the roster that are going to make it and then you know a bunch of guys that will probably be playing in the g league which is still very good basketball players man yeah, this is going to be a, a better summer league. I wonder if they'll even wear the summer league jerseys. I feel like they should just wear. <laughs> no. Seriously, I feel like they should just wear their their uh, practice jerseys.
2: No, no, no. I, you got to make it feel. I mean, it's going to be tough to already get in game mode when there aren't thousands of people in the stadium screaming, going crazy. So don't don't make it seem like even more of a practice by having summer league jerseys on. I they got to suit up regularly. But, I mean,
1: why? <laughs> for what like at this point for like who? you know seriously and now all of a sudden you start selling the summer league jerseys now those are those are flying off the racks to get the lebron <laughs> summer league i think that's a great idea they're trying to diversify the funds yes that's and- exactly they're trying to raise money any way they can they've already got that jersey i saw a guy that has every single d-way jersey ever made like seriously when d-way is getting ready to retire last year he did this montage where he wore every jersey that he's ever had and he took them off and it was literally like 20 jerseys.
2: You know, I, I'm not gonna make fun of that because if I had that type of disposable income, I could see myself doing something stupid like that. You know, buying a, so many jerseys of, you know, Lillard or Emmett Smith or something like that, well, you I, know. I think you know how I feel about jerseys overall. I don't know. Um, oh, okay. I mean, I've, I've heard a few opinions about jerseys on this station, but uh, like grown men shouldn't wear another man's name on his back. There it
1: is. There <laughs> it is. Especially if the guy's younger than you. Like I know yeah. a lot of people that are my age and I'm 37 uh that have LeBron jerseys. I'm like, bro, like I don't I don't understand. Like here's the only time I feel like you can wear a jersey if the player is retired. The player is retired, something tragically, you know, happened to them. But like, no, nah, I mean, it doesn't have to be that deep, but you know, I just think when the player has retired and is no longer attached to the to the NBA, I think it's okay for you to uh, wear
2: their jersey and they have to be older than you. Active current player, they have to be older than you. Active current player, uh, basically like sixteen, seventeen, and younger. And if you're eighteen and over, you should be wearing a retired jersey. Absolutely, well, not I active mean, player.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, if you're eighteen or over, you probably shouldn't be wearing a, a guy's jersey. But <laughs> if you do, it better be an emmett Smith jersey. You know, or, you know you, it, better, it better be a Michael Irvin jersey or a Troy Aikman like I totally understand
2: 17 and under you get away with it 18 to 22 23 it's questionable but you are in that bro stage that it it, you can get you can pass with it in certain environments yes but Mm -hmm. after college I mean yeah the only jerseys you should be throwing on are throwbacks
1: like I've personally I've purchased an Adam Banks Mighty Ducks jersey so I'm waiting for that to come in the mail hopefully within the next couple weeks we'll also have a Sean Kemp Seattle seahawks or seattle seahawks seattle supersonics uh jersey that'll be that'll be getting worn in the summer you know probably quite often so but yes either fictional characters or uh characters that are much or, or players that are much older than you and i feel like those are okay
2: yeah that's acceptable so if uh, i mean quite honestly i don't care what they wear at this point they don't have i mean i'm maybe I mean, right can play shirt and skins i'm not tripping <laughs> I mean,
1: they can play shirts and skins, and I'm I'm really not bugging at that point. I just, just I just want to see hoop
2: come back. Just suit up as long as it's safe. I mean, and that's the that is obviously the big thing, and that's a problem that everybody's running into. And um, Joe Ingles for the Utah Jazz recently, he was uh, reported came out saying that he was prepared to walk away and not play basketball. Ever again to protect his family from the virus, basically pack up, move back to Australia. Well, blame your teammates; they're the
1: ones that got this whole thing started. You know what I mean? If you're gonna walk away from them, walk away. And number one, I'll say this: not tripping if Joe Ingles doesn't want to play anymore. Like I, I like Joe Ingles. I feel like this: if he were a Blazer, I would love Joe Ingles. I love me some Joe Ingles. Uh, If he were a Blazer, man, he—I'd be all. He's not a Blazer, and I love Joe Ingles. I can't. I, I think Joe Ingles is just okay. You know, and
2: I'm not just Joe biased over here. Okay, I'm it's that's what just it is. Joe Ingles has a very unique game that I yeah. admire. It's the yeah. YMCA game. Ah, uh, that's the old man YMCA game. Just hit some threes, play some tough D, and uh, you know you'll get your opportunities. I think he's
1: good. I just think he's he's annoying, but not in a
2: bad <laughs> not in a bad way to me. Like I, get, I don't hate
1: I don't hate Joe Ingles. I'm just like his game uh, annoys me because it's like he's that dude that's on the court. you're looking like, man, who's guarding him? Why is he still scoring? (laughs) Right. Who's got him? That's what Joe Ingles is to
2: me. So, yeah, it was reported that he was willing to walk away, fly to Australia, never play another game in my life, he said. And um, he did say for context, I said this over two months ago when we knew nothing about the virus and what it could do. Um, And I know this uh, Jazz NBA would only have us play if they were confident that everyone's health has been... Put first, when it's safe to go back and play, I will not let my teammates down. So kind of backtracking on what he said from a couple months ago. Um, but, I mean, with basketball and obviously football, man, when I think of the the big word is safety, obviously, as long as it's safe. And one of the biggest things they say to stay safe in this coronavirus pandemic is to socially distance. I mean, basketball and football are the least socially distant sports I can think of, and so I just I'm uh what's the what's the word? Optim uh, pessimistically optimistic? I guess <laughs> it's like an oxymoron. Like I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I want it to NBA to come back and play, but there's just this feeling deep down where I'm like this. It basically goes against what the health experts are saying as far as to have your distance and uh i i'm praying for it to get back i'm just hope i'm just kind of scared of where it will all end up i i'm i think that's obviously where a lot of people feel i, right I think
1: and i think that's the the big thing for everybody that's that's why there's all the you know kind of pushback even for me it's like it's like yeah well what about the families and what about the people like there's There's still some things that we need to work out because at the end of the day, we still have to remember we don't have a vaccine yet. Like we don't have anything in place. And honestly, as (laughs) yeah, I like how we
2: just we're done with this
1: as as citizens, like we don't even we don't know when that will be. You know, this this could be a a long time coming before we actually get uh, a vaccine. So do we just stop the world until we do or do we do what we can to stay safe and move forward? I think it's just trying to do as much as we can to stay safe and move forward. I'm not a uh, watching the games are going to be weird without fans, but if it means getting basketball back and baseball back and stuff for a while, I'm okay with it being weird for a little bit. Like is, has it not been weird to have not have anything for the past three months, which is more weird, at least having it be there and, you know, not look the, the way that we're used to seeing it or just to not have it at all. You know, I'm man. Do you want to, a Coke or a Coke zero with none of the stuff in like, I mean, still, I mean, it's not same the same Coke, but it's, it's okay. You know, it's not terrible, but it's not great, <laughs> but it's still Coke, you know? And I think that's kind of what we're looking at right now. It's like, Oh, well
2: it's a carbonated soda. I'll take yeah, it. <laughs>
1: it's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's still what's the, what's the, uh, it's LaCroix, you know, it's still, <laughs> I mean, it smells
2: good. <laughs> Static water. Yeah,
1: It smells good. And I think that's where we are right now. We just have to be okay with it. Tasting different.
2: Uh, and that's where we are. I mean, I'm I'm right there with you. I'm down for anything. For for God's sakes, I'm wearing I'm watching someone uh from Barstool play a six year old college football video game on Twitch. That that's what my life has come to now. But hey, I can't be upset with that because he's pulling like seventy thousand people watching his stream on that. So um but before we go, I also did want to share this. Uh Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York. He did say that starting today, New York professional sports leagues can begin in spring training. So, um, I don't know if, I mean, it was worded kind of weird. New York professional sports leagues can begin spring training. So, I assume he means baseball, uh, but he said sports leagues. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know what that exactly Maybe means 100%. Maybe he meant teams, like, and just yeah.
1: saying something silly, like, I don't know, we Sometimes you say the wrong things. I do it all the time. So,
2: uh, I mean, uh, as far as uh, that goes, developments in New York, he also said that on Tuesday uh, veterinarians can reopen statewide. So. There we go. So we're seeing slowly but surely. Shout out to dogs and cats.
1: (laughs) We're seeing slowly but surely these things are starting to um, reopen, and I just think it's – is it too soon? We don't know. We'll see. You know, but – I I, I'm, I applaud the NBA at least for saying that we're at least going to take time to figure out what works best because football is like oh no we're gonna we expect to have a full stadium in September. Do you now NFL? <laughs> okay, cool. Everybody <laughs> else right. is saying yeah things are going to be different. Not the NFL. Not concussions aren't real NFL. Like they're going to come out and say oh, no yeah we're full stadiums. I don't <laughs> know where people are talking about a third of the stadium half the stadium. No we'll have everybody in attendance. Like oh okay cool.
2: Yeah, yeah. Good Good luck.
1: Shout out to the NBA for once again thinking about, you know, the players and their families and safety, but also their bottom line.
2: All right. We are over, of course, with me hosting. We had to go over at least one segment. I think we've done two or three now. But
1: listen, if you're just
2: going to go over here on Sunday, football Sunday. But uh, you brought up the NFL, and that's where we're going to head next in hour two on Sports Sunday on 1080 the fan.
1: Okay, picture this.